Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia. And you know, the late, the great. What else will we describe about you, John? If I'm the late great, that means I'm dead. Oh, yeah. Okay, we don't want to say the that. The living. <laughs> <laughs> the tired, the full, the, the big dick. Full of shit. The dragon. The whiny. Master John, Lord the Valor. Bitch. Johnny Hotcakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With yeah, syrup. <laughs> Chocolate syrup on your titty. I was going to say, speaking of syrup, we have Misty Rain in the house. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Dripping juices on the floor. Wow. All right. So, before we get into... (laughs) Before we get into... uh, What we're going to be talking about tonight, we're going to read this lovely email from a lady... And she said, Mistress Mia, I just wanted to say I absolutely love your podcast. You, Misty, and Johnny Hotcakes are a great combo. The way you introduce the diaper-wearing Johnny in the beginning is always hilarious. (laughs) Gives me a weird mental image because he has such a very sexy voice. He does. Anyway, uh, let me finish, John. No. Anyway, (laughs) I'm thankful to the Foundry Podcast as I explore this new kinky world I'm in. I said, thank you. That was so nice. That was sweet. Wasn't that nice? This is what I tell you. You just make shit up. And then you say it on the podcast and people fucking believe you. Absolutely. But John, it's okay to admit you wear a diaper. It is okay to admit it. It's okay. And one day I might. We're all supporting you. We're also you're in a safe place, John. I am. This is a safe space. No judgment. My diaper Um, has dragons on it today. <laughs> so, you all want to read? We have a new lovely. segment. Yes, yes. Your text We're going to call it reading text messages. <laughs> <laughs> so, what we're going to do is we're going to take text messages that we send each other, and we're going to read them on the air. Okay. Okay. So, we're going to start today with Misty and me. I sent her a nice nude selfie of myself, point of view, looking down on my hard cock, and sent it to her. With a little smiley devil face. And I said, Ooh, so fucking beautiful. I'm leaving my office now. I ran late with all my patients today. Mmm, kind of sad face. <laughs> and then I said, I want it, gotta have it. Give it to me, yeah, give it to me. <laughs> I just got home to get a chance to get my haircut. Made $81 again. Rolled my eyes. Shrug. I love you, red heart. I love you too. Mm-hmm. Kissy face, heart, sexy lips, kissing. <laughs> Cinder has been a bad dragon. Dragon emoji. And now is my prisoner. Oh no! What can I do to free him? I'll do anything. Don't hurt him, please. I guess you'll have to rescue him. I will. You should be scared. Scary face. (laughs) Please. Child boo. (laughs) 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 Laughing face with tears. Oh. (laughs) So Cinder is her baby dragon. 
Mm-hmm. We've discovered that. Yes. Yes. So yes. Cinder was my prisoner. We had nerf. We had a nerf gun war when she got home. Of course she did. Right. When I pulled up, there was a nerf gun waiting for me <laughs> at the front door. <laughs> And so I tried to be real clever and sneak in, <laughs> but he was waiting. Absolutely. I did rescue Cinder. Though. Oh, I bet you did. Yeah. I bet you did. Yeah. So you weren't scared. <laughs> I, <wasn't> scared. <laughs> I was. <laughs> and that has been reading text messages. Wow. Okay. Um, wait, next time it's going to be one of yours. Oh, God. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God, no. We send some fucked up shit to each other. We do. So we got to read it on the air. People want to know. We do. They do. I've had some And we'll play a drinking game every time Mia says, Jesus, <laughs> or God bless in text, you get to take a drink. <laughs> You're going to be drunk. <laughs> All right. I see where this is going. <laughs> All right, kids. So tonight we're going to talk about introducing BDSM to couples. So I had gotten a phone call from a gentleman today and he was like, you know, he's new to the scene. He went to an event with his wife. Uh, She had a collar on and they were basically, you know, questioning on how do they really get started into BDSM? They actually went to a hotel takeover for swingers And, you know, they had BDSM furniture. There was a few people participating in BDSM. But ultimately, you know, his question was, you know, how do they learn? You know, and he's looked at videos online. There's been different things, you know, that he's learned that way. But overall, you know, how does he really, you know, begin the lifestyle? So. Yeah, we talked about this a lot. We talked about how I got into it. You know, I. It yeah. took me several months going online and trying to see some things to get the courage to go to the local dungeon. I went. It was pretty much what I expected. It was a little overwhelming, though. There was a lot of heavy players, a lot more than I expected to see the first night. But what it really took was, you know, I kept going to do that, came to some of your parties, but it really took somebody to kind of mentor you. Kind of explain, hold your hand for a little bit and explain it to you. Yeah, you can watch the videos, you can read the books, you can do all those things, but until you do it, it's, it's still foreign language. I, I agree. I, I, you know, I, I read books and watched movies and watched uh, a lot of porn. I watched did. a lot, I watched of, a lot porn. of porn. <laughs> watched a lot of BDSM porn, but it started like, a lot of women I've, I've listened to, especially on the podcast, talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. And even though I was already kinky, Fifty Shades of Grey pushed me into wanting to um, learn about being submissive in the power exchange. Because the power exchange has always turned me on. Yeah. And it's a good movie. It's a good story. It's not great BDSM. But it does make BDSM looks sexy. So that I think that was a big part of the draw for a lot of people was, oh, look, this is fun. This is sexy. It wasn't really what BDSM really is. It wasn't reality. But it was a good, it was a good way to get people to talk about it. 
And it's I, a love story. Absolutely. And I think the whole point as to why we do the podcast is to make it mainstream. Because when you say BDSM to people, they're like, what? You know, and Misty had to explain to a gentleman the other day, you know, what um, each, basically the acronym in itself, what it uh, stood for. And, um, you know, right. ultimately, you know, they questioned like, oh, well, what does that mean? And what does this mean? And, you know, people basically start off in square one. Well, and the way we started off was looking for a professional so that we could, we did, we did that. We looked for several professionals, um, and tried it out a little bit, asked a lot of questions, and then we sought someone um, to train me. Exciting. Because if you're going to be serious, you know, and, and I jumped in wanting to be serious, then, you know, do it right. You know, Great. find somebody that's, that's going to, you know, help you get into the headspace that's going to, Really, just teach you about submission, yeah. you know, or you know, dominance. If if you're getting trained in that area, you have to already have that headspace, and it's more about how to do things uh, the safe way. I think. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't teach dominance or submission. No. You, when you say training, he wasn't training you to be submissive. You were already mm -hmm. submissive, right? He was making you do things, and you were doing them because you wanted to be submissive. Right. Positions. Right. And you were learning protocols and protocols. those types of things. Yeah. Those, those excited you. But every relationship's different. So you had that person that was teaching you, and then you had a goddess, but she wasn't the same at all, was she? No, she wasn't into protocol as much. But she made you submit, didn't she? She did. She did. That Things like um, the minute I walked into her house, I had to take off all my clothes and I uh, couldn't wear clothes when I was there. Um, and then submitting sexually. And she would pick out clothes if we went out mm -hmm. that she wanted me to wear. Well, that's different than now. Now you live it. We, we discussed, you know, it's pretty close to 24-7. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you're not naked 24-7. That wouldn't work. Right. I'm not naked right now. Right. And, and I can't go to work naked. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So when you go, so when you went there, you were going there for that purpose. So when you got there, you would, you would get into the role. You would get naked and you would get into the role and then you would be done and go home. Right. Yeah. Right. I like to think of it as like a meditative state. Like, you know, you're practicing to be a nun or you're practicing to be like a Tibetan monk, you know? <laughs> Well, yes. Yeah, you 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 go to learn the practice, and you go to experience it, and you get in that meditative mindset of, hey, I'm going to submit. You know, I'm going to do everything I'm told. I'm going to get in that mindset, and you know, it's about learning and feeling, and well, you know. and figuring out like when we're talking submission, it's it's figuring out what kind of submissive are you? Absolutely, because they're. There are different ways to submit. Very true. Right. You can do it during your sexual play. Mm -hmm. You can be a power exchange. You can be a total power exchange. Those are different terms that a lot of people really don't understand. Mm -hmm. But basically, you're giving control 
over to somebody else. And you have to discuss what aspects of control you're going to give over. Do I give over my ability to choose my own clothes and what food I eat, how much I eat, when I go to the bathroom? Right. I mean, some people get get into that really deep. That's a slave for you, right? Right. right. You don't breathe unless they tell you to breathe. Yeah. We had a friend that came and told us about someone who they didn't eat for two days because their dom didn't text them back and tell them they could eat, so they just didn't eat for two days. Hmm. Because he was off with someone else yeah. and never told her to eat. And they lost a lot of weight. <laughs> wow. And she was happy to do it. She, she was, right. Yeah. right. Like, yeah, he was off playing with somebody else. He was busy. He didn't yeah. He didn't tell me to eat, so I didn't. You know? And some, yeah, and some people... Yeah, I want a dom like that. Yeah. <laughs> I want a dom that doesn't forget about me <laughs> if he's not there, you know? Right. I'm going to go fuck somebody else. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> Yeah. It was funny because I was actually sitting and having a conversation with my mother today and a friend and we're sitting there and I get a phone call and he said, Mistress Mia, do you just do more than sessions? Are you looking for a personal slave? I said, I might. I mean, I always look for regular slaves. I said, but I have to like you first. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, so what's my next step? I said, write me an email. Tell me about yourself. Tell me what skills you have and what you can offer me. You know, that's right. how it's going to work. <laughs> I can't eat your pussy, but I can lick your ass. Well, then that's what you're good for. <laughs> you good old ass licker. I, I'm really going for like boot licker or cleaning my house. I mean, I'm right. going for both of those things. <laughs> I've got my oral sex taken care of and then another whole other department. I'm good. <laughs> well, what kind of submissive do you think I am? An amazing one. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but you know, my mother actually asked me today, so what's the difference between a sub and a slave? <laughs> yeah. So what's your opinion of that, Misty? Well, a slave gives up, um, a, a slave can't say no. There you go. A slave has no limits. Exactly. Well, they have limits. You still have you still have the right to say safe word. But it's no, it's more of a it's more of a consensual non consent. So. Like right. you you still have hard limits. Like as a slave, you're not gonna be forced to do something that you're not that you just can't do. Like you still get to negotiate. Are you sure, John? <laughs> I know, because that's not what I understood. <laughs> John's just not mean. <laughs> but you know, like Don Bob. You, you still get to say, no, I'm not going to eat your shit. <laughs> well, I would but, not eat your shit. Right. You sit, You you still negotiate before you enter into the, the slave-master yeah. relationship. Yeah. There are hard limits. Everybody gets to have When you limits. can do a contract. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but within those limits, you yeah, they have control. And normally, they control your finances. Yeah. They control what you wear. They control when you get up. They control who you talk to, when you talk, how you talk, who you can look at. Right. You know. Yeah, Don Bob had brought in his female sub, and she was like, yeah, I don't want to be his slave. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. He'll hurt. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> He, he's sadistic. Oh, he is very sadistic, but yeah. fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, fun. <laughs> fun. But, I, you know, I think, okay, so a slave, if I were to be a slave, I mean, I would pick someone 
you know, like you, that that is all about taking care of me, you know, that doesn't want to do anything that that is a hard limit for me or something that um, is harmful or, you know what I'm saying? Right, because even as a slave, you can say, I don't want to do this anymore, and you can leave. Oh, yes, always. Cause so the, as the master, you're not going to push them to the point where they're, they're done. Right. Because you always have the option of saying that. No. So. But you want to be, you, you want to get into that, you want to eventually become a slave. I do. Yeah. But you want a good master. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people You do. are. <laughs> I, my yes. son has said the same thing, that, you know, he wants me to break him. You know, but I'm like, no, you got shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) We're working on it. But you also like how strong I am. I do. I tell her all the time. I, the reason I like her and I'm with her is because she has a strong opinion. She's very intelligent. She, she knows what she's talking about. She has good people skills. I, those are things I want you to develop. I want you to have. So I don't want you to hide those things. Right. Um, Especially when we're around other people. I want you to show other people how strong you are. Yeah, I like that. When we're in the bedroom, I'm going to do some fucked up (laughs) shit to you. (laughs) And you're not allowed to say no, are you? No. So -hmm. what's the rule? You don't get to say no. What do you get to say? I get to say something like, um, I I would prefer if we did not. (laughs) I, I would prefer if we did this. But what happens if you say the word no? Um... Then I get in trouble. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> she has to figure out how to say no without saying the word. Right. I gather that. <laughs> and that's not easy. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. So I say Norway a lot. <laughs> yeah. Got a thing for Norway. In <laughs> <And> Sweden. <laughs> but we negotiated. We talked about this on the podcast. I gave her a 27-page list of things. What are your limits? Where are you at on these? And then I gave her another, what, 30-page list of things. Yes. said, okay, this one goes a little bit more in-depth on some of those things. And there were questions to answer, too. And and I have those. And I know what's okay and what's not. And we push. We don't cross any hard limit. Yeah. So tell people where they can actually find that. I think that's a good starting point, too, for a lot of people, is finding out how kinky they are. Right. Yeah, just go and search for um, BDSM Checklist. That's, okay. that's the best way to do it. There's several of them out there. Um, if you want, we can put a link up to the one that I use. Okay, we can yeah. do that. Which can, is extremely detailed. Detailed. Yeah, very detailed. So <laughs> as I'm filling it out, I'm going, oh my God, I'm kinky as fuck. <laughs> I'm going to scare the shit out of him. And um, then she gives me the list. I'm like, oh, well, this is just normal shit. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That's my list too. <laughs> and that's important to know too, because you want to get somebody that you're compatible with. Yeah. If your if your lists don't match up, you're never going to match up sexually. Right. You're going to become frustrated. You know. And I think to get back to the question we were talking about, how do you as a couple, how do we get into this? The first thing is talk about it, because if if you're frustrated. And then you keep trying to push in two different directions. Mm-hmm. The frustration is just going to get bigger. It's going to make a bigger um, chasm between them. Well, and we talked about it for a long time before, you know, we, we developed our relationship. Right. 
And I do that every time I, I want to get into a, I can do a scene with someone and I don't need to know all that stuff. Right. What are your limits for today? We're going to do this, this, and this. We do a scene for 30 minutes. We're done. But if I'm getting into a serious relationship or a serious sub-dom dynamic, mm-hmm. I need to know those things because it's not going to just be one scene. It's going to, we're going to do this. So I needed to know. And a lot of those things, I only read that list one time and she's still surprised sometimes the shit I remember. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> because I got excited when I read that list. I was like, okay, check, 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 check. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I still, she's like, did I write that down? I was like, you sure the fuck did? <laughs> and she gets a little scared sometimes. like, oh God, I wrote that. Yup. Well, I pulled it out today. I was going back over it to see and I oh, wasn't what, lying, the, was I? what the fuck have I said? <laughs> and then I'll go, oh, my God, he did that for me. And and he did that. Oh. So, question for you, Misty. You've dealt with a lot of couples, and you talk about their sex life, obviously. Oh, yeah. Do you ever find that so many couples, because I've talked to couples myself in the lifestyle when they come to see me, that so many of them want to tell their spouse something, but then the other spouse might assume things. And then they expect their spouse just to be mind readers. Right. You know, I think that's something that kind of snags a relationship. Couples find it, the couples that I've seen, find it very difficult to communicate about sexual desires, sexual needs, sexual preferences um, and and so then they end up just settling for you know vanilla mission position sex no oral I mean just no touching I mean it's so just crazy. yeah and so then both partners are frustrated um, but they're afraid to talk to each other mm-hmm. and so we have to start it off really slow because you can't I've said it before if you just throw everything at them at once then that can be overwhelming Um, and it's really putting a lot of pressure on the other partner to try to be that for you you know if you're asking for a little bit of kink or um, or you know if, if there's a woman that does not have orgasms I mean I just um, I have a patient who the only orgasm she's ever experienced is, is one that she's given herself while masturbating. Wow. And she's been with a lot of men and has never, ever orgasmed with any of them. That's sad. And so she just believed, like so many women do, that that's the way it is and that women just fake orgasms to be done. Wow. And so many women believe that, you know, it's, we're just taught that, um, it's acceptable. Well, yeah, we're, we are not taught things about our body. Very true. Especially sexual things. Yeah. I mean, I know women who had terrible, terrible periods, you know, menstrual cycles, and they just accepted that as a part of you know, what it was supposed to be instead of, you know, these people had real issues yeah. and and tumors and fibroids and that they needed removed, but they didn't go to the doctor because wow. so see, we're not taught. Women are not taught. So I get to work with this patient about how to have an orgasm and how to communicate it 
to her partner. Um, and the thing is, she knows how to have an orgasm. She just doesn't know how to have an orgasm with a partner. Right. Yeah. She, so she's able to give herself one, but she doesn't understand how she can be stimulated by a penis to have an orgasm or even oral sex to have an orgasm. Yeah. Wow. So isn't that going to be fun for me to help Absolutely. her get there? I'm Absolutely. just so excited about that. And you said help her get there. I think that's the biggest thing. People want to get into BDSM and they want to do all the shit that they see everybody else do. Yeah. And you can't. Mm-mm, not at all. You got to you got to take the first step and then you got to take the second step. You don't get to skip steps. I didn't come into BDSM saying, I'm going to light somebody on fire one day. <laughs> Furthest thing from my mind, never even thought it. But here, but now I light people on fire. And it's amazing and I love it. But it was a journey and it was a process. You know, I went in, I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing fire because I enjoy doing fire. I wanted to spin fire with the poi. That's what I wanted to do. I want to learn how to spin poi. <laughs> so I did. And then I learned how to spin a staff. And then I learned how to breathe fire. And then I learned how to eat fire. And then I learned how to light people on fire. And it mm-hmm. wasn't just like, okay, baby, I want to light you on fire. Let's go do this. No. <laughs> you got to learn how to do it. you got to learn how to do these things. I never, when I first started, I didn't think I was going to hit anybody with a whip. Now I have a fire whip. I have mm-hmm. a leather whip. Mm-hmm. You got hit with it, didn't you? You got mm-hmm. some marks on you, didn't you? Mm-hmm. I did. And then our, our other friend, I talked to her today and asked her, so how was the party last week? Was the whip okay? She loved it. Yeah. I had no idea I was going to hit people with an actual whip. These aren't play whips. These are bull whips. I'm hitting people with them, you know. But you're not going to go tell your wife, hey, I want to hit you with a whip. She's going to look at you and say, fuck you. Right. And then if you do hit her with the whip, she's going to want a divorce. Right. But if... So my point is, it's a journey, it's a process. Enjoy the process. Don't be so overwhelmed with, I got to do this and this and this. And so... You miss out on the experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the process. Enjoy learning. We went a couple of weeks ago and learned how to do some rope, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great. A lot of people can tie you up and suspend you and you had a great time. But we also enjoyed learning how to do it together so that I can tie you up. Right. I'm learning how to do that. I can I can do a lot of things. I can hit you with a whip. I can chain you up. I'll chain you up with chains. I'll let you on fire. But I don't know how to suspend you. And that's okay. I don't need to know how to do everything. Right. That's why we have friends. But you know people that do. I know people <laughs> who do. But I'm so one day, I'm just enjoying the process. And maybe one day I will be able to. I don't know. That's not the point. The point's not, I want to tie you up. The point is, Hey, we're having fun doing this at this moment. Maybe we'll keep doing that. Maybe we won't. We're going to try different things and see what we like together. But also the point is that, you know, it's something that I like Mm -hmm. or something that I want. And so you're willing to learn just to make me happy. But you're not upset that I can't do it at this point. No, not at all. You're just happy that I'm willing to try. Yeah. And I think that's the big point. Absolutely. Don't get so caught up in... I want to be able to do what I saw in that porn because that shit's not real anyway. Oh, right. Those are models that, and they've set up for hours and it, they got tied for two hours while they're sitting in a chair, sipping margaritas, you know, and then they put a camera on it when it's all done mm-hmm. and then they take it off real quick. If you try to do that shit in real life, you're going to be really fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to get yourself hurt. You're going to get your partner hurt. 
You need to know what you're doing because they've got all kinds of people in the background doing all that stuff for them. Well, just like when you start with vlogging, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to top somebody if Mia didn't teach me how to vlog mm-hmm. and the spots that were not okay to hit and how to start slow and and then how to do it real pretty so you look like you <laughs> know what you're doing and it's a sweet little dance and, and you get into this rhythm and then you get and harder yep. and harder and yeah it's foreplay and it is it's Mia, awesome. Mia taught you how to do some breath play the other night she did you breath play is one of your soft limits that you wanted to work on but now you're learning how to do it to me I know it was scary yeah and the list we talked about earlier, you said, oh, it's going through the list to see what I wrote. But we are also going through the list because your list has changed. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's only been a couple months since you filled that out. And already within a couple months, we've pushed things. And you're like, you know what? I want to try this that I said no to before. Mm-hmm. And I haven't once said, hey, I need you to try this. You went back to the list and said, these are things I want to try. If your dom is pushing you to do things that you said no to, that's a dangerous situation. Right. Your dom should never say, I need you to go back and look at your list because I want to do more shit to you. He should encourage you to explore your things. And if you come back to me and say, hey, I changed this. I want to try this. Then we can talk about it. Right. But anything that's a hard limit, your dom should never bring up, period. Right. Ever. I agree. We've been doing breath play, but it's because you've asked me to. Right. It's been a limit for you in the past. You wanted to push it. We've gone slow. We've done some anal training. We've done some other things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I think it's being in the moment. I think it's obviously communication is key. We already know right. this. And, um, you know, a lot of couples, again, you know, they want to explore. But I always get that sense from men especially. Like, they don't want to tell their wife everything, so they feel like they can manipulate the situation mm-hmm. enough to kind of convince them. And yeah. kind of in the moment force her to do something else. Yes, right, exactly. Right. I want you to suck my dick and then he wants to shove it down her throat when she's not ready. And there you go. And so then she's not going to want to do it again. She's right, because be now afraid. it's a traumatic yeah. experience. Yeah. 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 And the, the big thing too, our experience is not going to be anybody else's experience. No. So to say, well, how do you do this? We can give you steps and ways to get into it, but we can't tell you how to do it because it's going to be different for you. Right. We can tell you how we did it, but. And, you know, and our experience with each other is different than our experience with past relationships. Right. Every relationship is different. So the way we interact is not the same as I interacted with my last sub. Mm -hmm. It's not the way she interacted with her last dom or goddess or anyone else. It's, It's different. And there's aspects that she wants and that she craves. And we work on some of those things. But it's still our dynamic. Absolutely. And she's not going to ever get that dynamic from anybody else. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So the, the truth is, how do I get into BSM? I don't know. Figure it out together. Make your own path. And and talk to other people. You know, seek out the yeah. community. I think that's the Make biggest Make good friends thing. that you yeah, can talk seek to. Seek out their community. Because that's the biggest thing about Mia. Right. You can just talk and you don't have to be embarrassed. Like, you can ask yeah. questions. We can talk about sex. It's great. I lift up your shirt, show her your tits. She enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> find friends, I enjoy it. Find friends that you can talk to. Right. Yeah. You know, you don't need to have all the answers. You just need to have a support system. And, you know, in this lifestyle, it's okay to be a newbie. 
Absolutely. You know, there is so no shame in it because we love that. I'm fucking new and I have a podcast all around the world. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the best slave ever. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Who has an opinion for everybody but me? (laughs) You tell all those people what the fuck they need to do when you come home your mind. I know. Okay. And isn't that wonderful? You like that. I do. (laughs) I do. So we've learned a lot from this session, from this from this episode. Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to say, but man, me either. That was fucking profound. Y'all should record that and put it on a podcast. You know, I will say, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I will say, you know, when the Griswolds first came to see yes. us, you know, they rented the space twice. It was during the summer. And I said, hey, when you're done, why don't you just go ahead and hop in the pool? You know, you can, you know, skinny dip if you right. want. And uh, so you, right? It's so me. Yeah. It's, it's cool, you know. <laughs> uh, so, so Ellen found herself topless, and she grew up, you know, it's very Southern Baptist, right? And you know that just would not happen otherwise. And she's like, "Oh me, I can't believe I'm doing this." And I said, <laughs> "Right, right." And I said, "Darling, this is just the beginning. Trust me, it only goes up, and it goes only better from here." Oh, no, I, right? There's there's no way to go back, back to putting clothes back on. Not on at uh-huh. all. <laughs> and now she's having sex with other couples, and they're having a good old time. So yeah, and she's making lists of things that she wants to yes. do. <laughs> Mia, I want to do this. Yes. I, are you going to set it up for me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And like we said before, you know, they're great friends of ours now. They are. It's only been a few months. They're great they're friends. They're wonderful people. And the reason they're able to get into lifestyle as quickly as they have and as much fun as they have is because they had good friends. Absolutely. That they could come to and ask questions and help them out. Absolutely. You. You're the good friend. Oh, thanks, Aww. Doug. Yeah. You and Misty, too. <laughs> thanks for introducing me to Misty and let me light it on fire. Me, too. I, I know. And I then, know these things. But like you, you know said, what I found out about when he lit me on fire? What's that? <laughs> you gonna tell? You squirted? Well, yes, I did squirt. That's right. <laughs> what else? How many people had you lit on fire before me? Oh, none. Exactly. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so... That was six months ago. Like you said before, it took a long time for us to get where we're at. Oh, yeah. We didn't, like, this is just a couple, what, six weeks? Two months in? Yeah, we've only been living together for just a couple of weeks. Yeah, but it took six months to get here. Yes. We negotiated for a long time. For a long time, we sure did. So communication, good friends, patience with one another. Those are the keys. Just like any other relationship. So absolutely, just all be right. kinky. That's all. That's it. Just go to the go to Walmart and get electric toothbrush and put it on your pussy. Uh, there you go. That's how you start. And, <laughs> you know, not that I want to be a Debbie Downer with this, but I will tell people, and I tell people this all the time: BDSM can compliment. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You're my slave. I can tell you, pussy whenever I want. I know, it's my pussy. It B- is. BDSM can compliment complicate a relationship. Especially if it's already complicated. Yes. So. It can. Um, power exchanges. Very and, much so. Yeah. 
It's mostly when there's a power exchange in a complicated relationship that can get twisted quick. Very much so. Takes a lot of trust. Very much so. So you need to be on a good path from the very beginning and have a stable relationship before you even delve into BDSM. And that's what I wanted to talk about, too, you know, from the beginning. This relationship with Misty and I, we started out talking to each other. We didn't have a relationship and then try to bring BDSM in. We talk about this all the time. It's difficult to bring it in to an established relationship. Yes. It's not impossible. We have friends that have done it. But it's so much easier if you're just honest and upfront mm-hmm. from the get-go. This is, I'm kinky. We met at we met at a swinger party. Mm-hmm. I did a fire show. She wanted me to light her on fire. I sucked on her tits. Game over. Made me squirt. <laughs> right? Yep. But we both knew we were kinky and we were into this, so it was easier to talk about it. And you know what I find, too, when we've talked to different people in the lifestyle is they can start in a relationship you know, in normal life without BDSM, like they would. They'd go on a date, they would talk, they would do everything else. And they need to treat BDSM the exact same way. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to get to know the person. I mean, I have people all the time asking me, like I said, I got that phone call today. Hey, can I be your slave? And it's like, I'm only going to let you be my slave if I like you. Right. You know, because I don't really want to deal with an idiot. (laughs) Right. Or an asshole. Yeah, or an asshole. But a lot of times... It's not fair a lot of times because it's not. we'll know within us that we have this thing, yeah. but we won't share that with our partner. Very we'll true. get married. We'll be married for 10 years. We'll have kids and we'll start resenting our partner because they don't accept this part that we never told them about. At the beginning, yeah. You know, I'm a cross-dresser. That's not fair to your partner to not tell them before you get married right. that you're a cross-dresser right. or that you're bisexual or any of these things that you need and then you get upset at them because they don't accept it or because they didn't know because they didn't read your mind like you said they're not a mind reader yeah except you know except when you're not when you don't really know right if you're you know, I didn't know that I was bisexual right. when I got married and that's different right a lot of a lot of people you explore it with your partner right and that's that's the, if you're going to explore explore it together and that, that opens up the path. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that you know, because we've got friends, they knew. Oh, they knew. Yeah. And they didn't tell anyone. And they got married. That's and, a setup. And hit it. And then both both parties are resentful of each other. Oh, just like Monkey Boy, for example. Mm-hmm. That's, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. You know, he knew what he was setup. submissive. Yeah. He knew he was submissive. But yet he married a submissive woman. A woman. Not women. A woman. <laughs> And now he's, you know, back into the group of things. He's put BDSM aside. He ghosted his mistress and said, I'm going to go on the right path. I'm going to do what's good. But I guarantee you I'm going to hear from him in a year. I'm sure. Absolutely. Because, again, that's a setup for disaster. It is. You know? Uh, and, and so I would wonder, was there a part of him that, you know, was sabotaging from the beginning? Very, very, very likely. And a lot of things about BDSM, I know that we've been talking about this for a while. It's a long episode. But it's not just sex. It's psychological. Yeah. Psychologically, true. some people want to be submissive. Yes. And not just sexually. They want to go get your, your drink. They want to make you dinner. They want to rub your feet. They don't want to have to think. Right. They want to shave your neck. It they makes, it makes <laughs> them happy. <laughs> so sometimes... 
<laughs> I've had to learn, you know, I've been married three times and the relationship wasn't that way. So I've had to rethink my dynamic with her. I have to remind myself, she wants to do these things. I have to let her do these things. Because yeah. it makes her happy. It makes her happy. It makes me happy to let her do it. I just have to tell myself it's okay because before it wasn't. And I had to deprogram myself. And now I'm deprogramming the deprogramming. <laughs> <laughs> but psychologically, it's important. If we don't have our psychological needs met, then we're not mentally healthy. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think BDSM is a mental illness or something wrong with you. No. Suppressing it is what <coughs> causes people to have the mental break. That's right. He's so smart. He is so smart. And that's why people will be back in a year because it's a need. It's not, it's not just sexual. Psychologically, like I told you, I, I said on the podcast, my children have a better father now because I accepted who I was and I nurtured that part of me and those needs are being met now. So I'm a happier person. I'm more understanding. I'm more accepting f with who they are. Have empathy. Mm -hmm. So passion. I'm a I'm a bit more rounded person because I allowed myself to enjoy the things that I enjoy instead of trying to hide them and change who I was. Look at you growing, right? <laughs> Blossoming into Johnny Hotcakes. <laughs> Now go get your syrup and sign off. <laughs> I'll be in the tub, baby. Oh, okay. Until next time, I got to go because she's getting in the tub and I need to see this shit. <laughs> Make all your bubble bath fantasies become reality. Oh, yes. <laughs> we did that last night. <laughs> <laughs>